Welcome to Animate the World, a show about two friends and their love-lettered animation in all its wonderful forms. I'm your co-host, Kelly Smimo. And I'm Richard Minari. And yeah. (laughs) Sorry, I just realized that I didn't have my microphone the right way that I normally have it to prevent it from crackling. Mm. And had a minor panic, but it should be fine. You sound sound crystal clear, Kelly Smimo. Beautiful. I'm reporting here live. Reporting here live from anime. (laughs) <laughs> from the the studio that brought to you uh, animate the world adventure <laughs> episode one and animate the world episode two and three and four but not five not five no five was actually made by robots mm-hmm. not many people know this yeah yeah it was rumored on the wiki i'm here to confirm robots can confirm robots also i got our yeah. wiki is just us two spreading rumors and lies <laughs> What if we just made a wiki that did that? <laughs> yes. uh, no, I got distracted because I was looking around my room and then I remembered that I have like a mural of the entire Alba Josai team from Haikyuu painted on my wall. <laughs> and I was like trying to come up with a joke about that, but then realized how niche and dumb and awful that would be. <laughs> so my mind froze completely. Uh, uh. Just to how much of a loser I am. Nah, man. It all came out. That's good. You got that niche, you got that niche nerd charm. Yeah, mm-hmm. ch- charm. Yep, charm is the word. Charm. 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 Charmander. Get it? Charmander has the word charm in it. It's a Pokemon. This is the shortest episode we'll ever have, right? <laughs> and so we're, we're going to have to go now. Bye. That's the show. Bye, <laughs> all right, Richard. Hit us with that question. Well, anime fans, today's topic of conversation will be about some aesthetic stuff. For today, we're going to talk about your current or most recent anime wallpaper on your your devices, perhaps on a website (laughs) or a blog that you have, whatever you got uh, setting the background (laughs) that you're doing. Speaking of Alba Josai on your wall, (laughs) your literal wallpaper. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) this is going to be short. (laughs) Uh, My... Desktop background on my Mac, if I were to <laughs> clear off the billions of icons littering it, I would be blessed to see the entire Alba Josai team from IQ eating ramen. Um, if I were to swipe onto my phone to open up the like home screen, I would be blessed with Iwaizumi and Oikawa of the Alba Josai team in IQ as mermaids. <laughs> If I look to my right on my wall, <laughs> my lock screen isn't Alba Josai, but it's not an anime either. It's just the Adventure Zone. Oh, you have an Adventure great, Zone? But, yeah, but not an anime, so we can't talk about it's it. But it's listen taboo. to the Adventure Zone mm-hmm. by the McElroy Brothers. They're really good. Uh, I'm trying to think of what other wallpapers I have that are anime. I mean, to my right, painted on my wall, to my left, I mean. Uh, there's Shinji Ikari from Evangelion. And to his right is a quote from Hunter x Hunter. No. Hey. Painted on my wall. And behind me is a quote from Oikawa from Elmo Joseph. Oh. <laughs> okay, listen. <laughs> People 
might think I'm an open book. <laughs> and I am. And I'm sorry. <laughs> now, Kelly, the question doesn't ask this, but I'm curious. Before all of the Alba Jose that I'm hearing right now, what did you have in years past? Like, have, okay. you, been, have you like gone through phases like oh, with your okay. with, like your wallpapers and such? All right. Okay, this is turning into fandom phase uh-huh. question, which is the history of me. <laughs> I literally chronicle my life <laughs> through fandom phases. <laughs> Do you want this history lesson? I want a quick down and dirty one. Okay, so pre-anime, it was all warrior cat. <gasps> Kelly Smino. <laughs> We're not going to talk about not, it. It's not anime. Also, I didn't have any devices it. to make it into wallpaper. That's a lie. Home <laughs> desktop computer. Did not have shame. Okay, but anyway, that was pre-anime. And then then I had my Oron phase. So everything was like Kyoya or Tamaki mm-hmm. backgrounds or um, Kaoru. Because he was my favorite twin. Mm-hmm. Um, was he your favorite twin or Hikaru? Uh, Do you know? I don't. Who your favorite. Twin I don't was? remember. I think it tells a lot about who you are as a person. My gosh, who your favorite Oron twin is. Am I a true Oron fan if I can't remember which one does which? Wow, Kaoru was the more sensitive one, and Hikaru was the straighter one. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Okay, I know who. You're, okay, I know. I got them back now. I think. No. Yes. Hikaru was the one who wanted to go on a date with Haruhi. That's what I thought. Okay. Yep. And then Kaoru was upset. Kaoru was the sad one with the pumpkin metaphor. Yes. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that. I, I remember a lot about Oron because I literally watched it eight times in one month in eighth grade. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm very hyper obsessive. When I like find a thing I like, I just watch it over and over mm, again because... Mm. I find familiarity comforting. Mm. Also, we're going to talk about... Okay, never mind. As Talk about that in a bit. Uh, okay. Spoiler, I saw um, Kimi no Nawa last weekend. All right, second half of this podcast. Okay, second half of the podcast. Uh, <laughs> so, then Oron, and then after that was... Oh, God. I've been so good about not mentioning it on this podcast. <laughs> but then I had my big Italia face <gasps> for, like two years that hasn't been mentioned has it (laughs) no i've been very very like specific about it because like italia is a whole bag of worms Mm -hmm. very problematic Mm -hmm. i won't defend it i will say though it was pretty important for me personally but maybe that's another podcast but yeah Mm -hmm. that was all my backgrounds for a good last two years of high school Mm -hmm. then um it became evangelion and free and then I want to say hi, Kiel is the next big one. Mm-hmm. And I'm still he- here. Mm. <laughs> it's been a long time, honestly. <laughs> one of my longer spends mm. in like a show. To be fair, though, it's had three seasons. Mm. So. That's nice. Probably that's nice. Fingers crossed. Yeah, that's been the history Set of me. Oh. And of course, there's been little ones in between, but those were the big major ones mm-hmm. that were my backgrounds mm. for things. Like, honestly, free was a really long one. My desktop background was free for a long time. I remember that times. Mm-hmm. times. <laughs> oh, I think I had some Homestuck stuff, too, but that's not anime. Mm. But that's animated, so I guess it counts. Oh, that's right. It's, ooh, what an interesting use of animation, too. Yeah, we can talk about Homestuck someday. It, the anniversary yeah. just happened, actually. That's right. Oh, my God. It was... I felt like my I had an out-of-body experience on April 13th, which is the anniversary of Homestuck. 
start homesick is a the longest mm. ever web comic mm-hmm. uh by andrew hussey i wish i could tell you what it was about <laughs> i read most of it i like stopped near the end and then watched the last flash but it was really it did a lot with like um, the medium of being an online webcomic where it used like flash animation and there was a lot of interactive stuff and like there were points where they broke out of the webcomic and like messed with the web page itself like it was very creative mm-hmm. so that's a whole thing that we could talk about mm-hmm. but um on like 413 it's 20 it's the year 2017 i'm walking to work with my coworker, and who do i see in the city of philadelphia but two people dressed as john egbert and i was just like this isn't happening <laughs> it's it's like literally 8 30 a.m on a what was it thursday oh, i'm like i can't do this i can't do this jeez louise it was, terrible. it was so scary it's prolific isn't it it's a prolific it was a very big very big mm-hmm. you could not step foot in a convention without seeing gray people mm. like in 2013 i, I had so many people come up to me because i didn't look i wasn't gray but i was hanging around homestucks they would come up to me scared they were like who are these great people? <laughs> so why do they have candy corn horns? And I'm like, oh no, I can't say it. <laughs> I don't want to bring back a meme. Okay, whatever. That was a thing. Richard, you haven't answered this question at all. That is true. That is very true. That is very true. <laughs> Stop trying to make me talk about my shame. <laughs> I'm just I know intrigued. what you're doing. I, I love to listen. I'll hear, you, hear about you. Um, <laughs> so for me... I just got um, a new thing called a Pebble smartwatch. Um, it was one of the Ooh. first smartwatches ever made. And uh, I got the Pebble Time, which is this, um, it's like just like one step above the original Pebble. And what you can do is you can set backgrounds on it. And so that was a nice like moment where I was sort of going through like, what what sort of things do I have on my watch faces? Or not my watches, but, <laughs> but like, what are like things that I like to have around all the time to like see? And so I went through all of my current fanish interests. I started with Steven Universe, as one does. And um, there was nothing because the Pebble is used by no one anymore. It is a very old device. <laughs> and like, I'm. Wait, so you have to go through their library? You can't put your own thing? So there is a library. So they have, there is a library of watch faces that you can use. Um, you can make your own, it's like a couple step process. Um, mm-hmm. but like, so another thing to remember is that the screen is an inch, it's a square inch, like maybe a little mm-hmm. bit bigger than that. Um, so it's very limited what you can do with it and very limited in terms of what you can put. Um, so I was going through, I was starting, I was like, Steven Universe, my favorite stuff. Start there. That's what my, um, my phone backgrounds are. That's what my, uh, my, uh, my, uh, my desktop background is right now. Um, it's not the balls thing. <gasps> oh my God. I forgot about that. Okay, that sounded really inappropriate. No, no. Okay, I'll get to that in just a second because that's an important part of my background history. Um, that's the only background I could, like remember you ever having. <laughs> so that sort of ties into like, um, uh, so so um, I the next thing I looked for was like what other visually impressive things are part of my fan library, and so I was like, oh well, Formula Alchemist. That used to always be, like, my phone background. I would always have, like, an alchemy circle in the background because I thought it was very simple, very, mm-hmm. like, but also intricate and very, like, elegant. And people who saw it were like, oh, I don't know what that is, but, man, does that look cool. And so, <laughs> and if people didn't know what it was, then we could, it's like a little, like, calling card for, you know, my people. Um, mm-hmm. But then what I ended up defaulting to, and what I usually end up, like, not defaulting to, but what I usually find the most good and 
heartwarming and uh, extensive, like the, the content-rich fandom that I usually end up having for my backgrounds will be Pokemon. Yeah. Um, just because the Pokemon fandom is so ridiculously huge and international and uh, there are a lot of people making fan pieces and there's also like, you know, what's not to like about having like pictures of cute monsters on your backgrounds and that sort of thing. <laughs> and so like I was able to find some like really good Pokemon watch faces. I got Pikachu right now and he's he's waving hi to me right now. Um, and so that just sort of reminded me that like it's, it's sort of nice. Like, I usually go through like a checklist of like what I'm most interested currently. And then I'll usually go back to like wider fanish interests that have persisted throughout my life. And like I've never stopped being like a really big Pokemon fan. Like that's always been like a big part of like right. me. And so that's usually because of like the large corpus of like art that I can use. I'll end up using that. Nice. Yeah. And, uh, I think your phone or your watch background should just be your face to be honest. Kelly, but, like, whatever. I can make it that way. Yeah. Kelly, I should make that. Yeah. Wait, um, I know what I'm doing wait, tonight. Wait, you have to describe your old desktop background. Oh, yes, of course. So, um, <laughs> your famous one. <laughs> so, I was able to find this really sweet um, picture of, um, like, these really cool, realistic-looking Pokeballs on Google. And I was able to, like, um, grab the picture and I was able to, like, um, uh, cite the place where I would gotten it from. And I had it all set up on my, 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 my desktop. And then I was playing this game, Persona 4. If you guys have ever heard of the game Persona 4, it's a nice JRPG. It's like half dungeon crawler, half like dating sim because you like talk to people and build relationships. And by building relationships, you become stronger in the dungeon. And it's really fun. Um, but one of these characters loves basketball. He like, basketball is his favorite thing. And one of the lines... And he's voiced by, it's, what's his name? The guy with the hat, right? Uh, Ko Ichijo. Uh, Isn't it the guy who's voiced by Vic Mignogna in the English version of the game? Is he? I'm like pretty certain it's that guy if ko is the one voiced by vic mignona i have to look that up wow i can barely say his name vic mignon yeah that's how you pronounce okay it. good um but so this character one of his the most iconic lines one of my favorite memories from that game is where he says i love them balls and so <laughs> what i did was i took the picture of ko saying that and i put it over all these pokeballs and i felt as though it was like it was my first transformative art piece. I had never expressed <laughs> myself artistically before through any medium. And this was my magnum opus. It was the one and only. It was my first, last, and greatest piece of art that I'd ever made. I cannot express enough how poorly Photoshopped It was, it was so <laughs> badly Photoshopped. I was using, like, MS Paint. Like, there was no magnetic tool. It was so bad. <laughs> how long was this your desktop background? I want to say... From freshman year, no, no. It's It was there for like maybe a couple years. I was using my old computer and then I transferred it. it. It went away when I got my new computer. That's what happened. I got a new computer and that's when I got rid of that desktop background. Aww. Oh man, I got to find that. You should make a new transformative piece, Richard, and update it. Look into your soul. Oh my gosh. Can I do two art pieces? Yeah. I'm going to let you in on a secret what? you don't have to be a one-hit wonder <laughs> says you <laughs> um i was looking around at other like ways i express fandom and i was like oh my phone case and then i realized that's still just <laughs> it's blue with volleyballs and crowns on it mm -hmm. so i wonder what that represents <laughs> <sighs> it's
it's nice to think about like whether it's posters, um, like little like figurines, whatever it is that like mm-hmm. you want to like sort of integrate from this the thing that you're watching or the thing you're listening to mm-hmm. and bring it into the into the real world and have it be part of your background and so you can always have it. It's nice to think about that stuff that's sort of like important. I'm, to you. So like I'm really big into like subtle fandom. Oh yeah, w- yeah. with for wearable items, mm-hmm. like that kind of just a hint of nerd. That, like, normal people don't really understand, but then, like, a person who knows what that thing is get really excited about. Mm. Like, that is, like, mm, mm-hmm. it's the best mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I have an Osomatsu-san uh, sweatshirt, yes. which is just their sweatshirt, and it's, like, this nonsense symbol that, like, no one understands, but to, like, everyone else, it's just a hoodie. But to the people who know, mm-hmm. they're like, oh! mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh! <laughs> and then we have a conversation to talk about. That's, like, my favorite stuff for, like, wearable like or bags or things like that absolutely it's just that subtle fandom hint also hint of nerd is going to be our new perfume <laughs> line you can purchase it from ksmrproductions.com that name is again <laughs> hint of nerd now. yes all right sounds good what does hint of nerd smell like <laughs> I'm scared of that a little bit of sweat Ugh. just a little sweat and then japanese cherry blossoms dust. Doritos. Doritos and Mountain Dew Code Red. <laughs> That's more of a hint of gamer. Yeah, hint of, true, true, true. Also, uh, on that note, my Steven Universe is my favorite shirt because it's just, you know, it's just got the, the star on it. And yeah, like, it's mm-hmm. that one's very recognizable, mm-hmm, though, mm-hmm, too. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of success wearing that, people. I saw someone with a hamburger backpack like three <gasps> days ago on the train. <laughs> and I was just like, wait, they were leaving. I was watching through the window and was like, what is... What's happening? Is that Steven? Is that you? <laughs> like, actually, because I was like, is that just a hamburger backpack or is this like a reference? Because I don't know. Maybe they're just rocking the look. True. You can't tell these days. Millennials are weird. Millennials are weird. Wearing food as clothes and mm-hmm. anime as clothes <laughs> and all kinds of shit. And stuff. <laughs> uh, no, but I'm a big fan art, like, poster person too Mm -hmm. like you know me i have my walls are littered with the stuff because i don't know uh when i was younger i was big into like buying merchandise like actual official merchandise Mm -hmm. and like keychains or like posters like that what have you and then i realized like once i stopped liking the anime or whatever it like didn't have any kind of meaning to me anymore. Mm. And then I started buying a lot of, like, fan art posters. And that became, like, it's because I love the show, but I'm also, like, directly contributing to a specific person who, mm-hmm. like, or supporting a specific artist rather than just a company. Um, and that may gave it more meaning of, like, even if I look back at, like, old posters that I don't really care about the show anymore, I never regret actually buying that poster because it's like, no, I gave money to that artist and told them that their art is really rad and I want them to keep doing that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, I love buying fan art posters at conventions and, like, online and whatever. It's, like, my favorite thing to do. Absolutely. I'm realizing my as I look at my wall, all of the stuff I have is fan art, and that's because you introduced me to <laughs> some of those fan art. Also, one of those posters up there is from you, right there at that Steven Universe <laughs> one. That's that's from you, Kelly Smeemo. Yeah, that's me. Mm-hmm. But I say that and then, like, literally... A, how, when was it? Two years ago, I made the mistake. Do you know what the mistake I made was, Richard? Oh, my God. I remember it so clearly. It was Zenkai Khan. 2014, I think. I remember it clearly. I was at the convention, and I saw him there. 
No. In a box. Please. It was Shinji Ikari. <laughs> and he stared at me. And I stared at him. And I looked at his $45 price tag. And I said, Kelly, no. You have never bought a figurine. What are you doing? You don't want this. Don't look at it. And for the next few hours, I would keep returning to that booth. And look at him. And, and look at his boyfriend, Kaoru. Beautiful as well. <laughs> Next to him, in the same box. Matching outfit. Matching set. Also $45. <laughs> and I would stare. And at one point, finally, the seller was like, can I help you? <laughs> and I said, can, can I just look at him? And so he, this is honestly, swear to God, a true story. And so he he's like, yeah, sure, I can open the box for you, which was very nice of him. Yeah. Most people don't do that. And so he opened the box and he like started pulling him out. And I could see a clear look at Shinji Ikari's face in that box. And I was like, oh, I'll have him. And I already <laughs> had my money out, $45. And I gave it to the man and I took the box and was like, what have I done? What have I done? And, uh. And then I looked at Kaoru, and I was like, 45 other dollars. And I'm like, I can't. I'm poor. I can't do this. And I stared at it longingly, and then I said, no. <laughs> Next year. Next year, I'll come back for you, Kaoru. I'll be back. I'll be back. Wait for me. And I left. And fun fact, that convention was a week before my birthday. And for my birthday, the friend I went with actually bought that Kaoru. Thank God. <laughs> and oh. somehow hid it from me the whole convention. Oh, oh, that's really sweet. That's and really gave sweet. it to me a week later and I cried. <laughs> and you know what? I don't regret it because to this day I can never find that Shinji figurine. Because you know what? They don't sell Shinji figurines even though he's the main character. I call it the Shinji Dilemma. The Shinji Dilemma. Philosophers where, talk about uh, it all the time. girls in bikinis sell more so we just sell those mm, yeah, it's, it's... and Kaoru is shirtless a lot of times so he sells more but Shinji's just Shinji no one wants him except me so, oh my god we got sidetracked anyway but because I bought stupid Shinji I love him I'm looking at him right now uh, ever since then it spawned this like figurine obsession so my biggest like advice to anyone is don't buy one figurine because mm. then you'll just start buying more because you're like oh my god wouldn't this look great with my other figurine <laughs> it's so bad and it's culminated with me owning a 300 like hisoka figurine that is full of shame uh, hiskoa his name is Hiskoa. i didn't buy it but like full of shame i'm so upset to own it hmm. can you see him now is he there <laughs> yeah he's right there hi hi hisoka <laughs> But I have a lot of figurines. We could do a whole episode on figurines. I love figurines. Oh, my gosh. I know a lot about figurines now. I don't know if that has to do with animation. I mean, most of the things that are figurines are animated. That's – what about porcelain babies? <laughs> <laughs> Porcel- I guess they do live. You know, they're animated in their own way yes. and that they're haunted most what? of the time. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> don't say that. You got any porcelain dolls at home, Richard? No, I don't, but I think my grandmother does. <laughs> my mom has a couple, but they're in storage. Porcelain babies. Mm-hmm. I just like them because Bob's Burgers talks about them. Bob's Burgers is going off Netflix. That's another time. I'm talking about that another time. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I went on a lot of tangents here, and I think we lost the plot. Uh oh, yeah, wallpapers. Ah, wallpapers. It's not a good question to be. It's honest. not a good question. What? <laughs> it's a yeah. Like it's, it's a question you answer in a single sentence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. But I think you got to learn just a little bit. About Kelly and Richard. <laughs> and maybe, maybe just a little bit about yourself, too. <laughs> hey, co- put in the comments below, where's your 
Where's you? What's your wallpaper? We don't have a comment section. Well, do on we? the WordPress site, technically we do. <gasps> Go into our WordPress site. Do you have to? I don't know if you have to have a WordPress account or not to use it. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's where we're at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's next, Richard? You watched Kimi no Nawa. Friends, Romans, countrymen. I watched Kimi no Nawa, and uh, also known as Your Name. I saw the dubbed version. And I want to see the dub. Did you see? We're all showing in subs. So, yeah. Okay. I, I Okay, so, confession. I saw the movie three times in three days <laughs> uh, with different people accidentally. <laughs> Completely accidentally. And each time was a sub viewing. I didn't, mm. like, search for it. It just happened. So we sort of, we just went to, like, the, the most convenient time for our group of friends, and it happened to be a dub showing. Mm-hmm. I will say I really enjoyed it. I thought the voice acting was very good. I thought it was good voice acting. My one complaint, and I'm telling this to people just so that they're not surprised, is that the soundtrack has been translated from Japanese into English. Mm-hmm. I and heard about that. I was very surprised, and I'm not going to lie, slightly disappointed. Because I heard the original soundtrack, really good. and I loved it in Japanese. Mm. And I will admit that the translation, I feel, is a little clunky. Um, okay. But otherwise, I thought the voice acting was great. I still cried. A lot. <laughs> More than yeah. I was expecting. I cry a lot, too. Oh, my God. That moment when it zooms in on her eye for the first time and the bell chimes what? kills me. I get chills. Everyone go see your name in theaters if it's still in theaters yeah. in your area. Mm-hmm. It's very, 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 very good. Mm-hmm. I cannot stress enough how good it is. Mm-hmm. I saw it. I've seen it four times now. Each time better than the last i am excited to grab to gather my other friends who haven't seen it yet and go back to the theaters and see it in dub i am excited for that i'm ready for it. i was ready the day after i walked out of the theater true same yep. that's why i did it <laughs> it was so bad i'm so bad i left my friend's secret notes on her d- i one, i went with one of my coworkers, and i left on her desk the day before a little note and it had the thing like, do not flip over until Monday, which would be after she saw it. And she was so mad at me because I did it on Thursday. She's like, why did you do this? Why would you do this? And the note, if you flipped it over, it was a little comment. And it said, who are you? What's your name? Shush, shush. She got very upset. Shush, 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 But yeah, every time I meet up with someone to go see the movie, I go, have we met before? Stop it, please. <laughs> Kelly Sino, you have to stop this reign of terror. <laughs> So good. So good. The animation is so pretty. The animation is very pretty. And uh, and yeah. that ending, though. The whole time, I was like, Makoto Shinkai, if you do what you did in 50, five centimeters per second to this movie. Right? I no, was I was so ready. I was ready. No, like, as the person who had seen that movie, like, I was so stressed. Mm. Like, other people were like, of course it's going to end like that. Like, and I'm guys. Like, well, you don't understand don't what know. this director has done in the past. I'm like, literally going to personally fly all the way to Japan. <laughs> punch you in the face. <laughs> Makoto Shinkai. You listen here, Hear Makoto. me now. But then it was fine. I didn't have to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but there was... Boy, did he like to tease. He really did. <laughs> that was full of twists and turns. No, we won't hype it up too much. It's, it's a good movie. It's a good. It's a fantastic good, movie. Good My movie. parents liked it, and they never like anything. They did. Movie. That's good to yeah, hear. Yeah, they were like, "I want to see it dubbed." I honestly thought it was dubbed for them. Mm. I was really upset mm. when it was subbed. I was like, "Shoot!" Now they're not going to understand what's happening. Mm. But they understood the gist of it. But they want to go see it again so they can actually look at the pretty picture. They do. Yeah, the art was so good, mm-hmm. and the characters were really solid. Like all the characters, side I loved characters, every character. main characters. 
Oh my god, the friend groups. Okay, the friends in Kimi no Nawa are ride or die friends. Mm-hmm. Like all of them. They're just like, you want to go explore the countryside of Japan with no aim? Let's go. Let's do it. Come I'll on. I'll spend my Saturday with you. Uh, you want to blow up a thing? <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. I got the bombs. Let's go. It's like ride or die. Ride or die. Kind of friends True friends. See. Also, it's really good replay value because of there's a lot of foreshadowing. There is? The first half there of the is. Movie. There is so much for Richard. When Taki goes on that date with Okudera-san, and they go to that photo gallery called Nostalgia. No! He sees the town there. And you know, at first you're like, oh, Nostalgia, because it's probably like the artist's childhood place. But no, Richard, that's not why it's called Nostalgia, is it? It's really good. So yeah, go support support this, this, the international theater. Yeah, do it. We're going to stop talking about it. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to spoil people. Yeah, we don't want to spoil yeah. This is kind of like a shorter episode. We kind of got on a long tangent. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we really have time to talk about a big thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. I think, I think, but yeah. we can talk about Rex for the week. So, Ooh. Richard, how about you go first? Excellent. Do you have one? My recommendation for this week, and I sort of foreshadowed this earlier. <laughs> is it Bob's Burgers? It's Bob's Burgers. <laughs> <laughs> You're such an open book, Richard. I... Bob's Burgers is not for everyone. Let me just say that right off Wait, the bat. Really? I really like Bob's Burgers. I love Bob's Burgers. It is quirky. It is like the humor is like awkward conversation. The characters are all like these, these, these weird, quirky people who like do things that you wouldn't expect. And they do them in the voice acting's good. And um the character like I don't know, I also like enjoy the fact that like it's like family sitcom, but also slightly unnerving. It's like the Simpsons, but kind of awkward and unexpected in many times. And I think The Simpsons had a lot of heart back in the day. Mm. But like the thing I really appreciate about Bob's Burgers is that you really can tell that the family love each other. Yes. Because they say it. Mm-hmm. And they like act like it. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of family sitcoms especially as they drag on kind of lose that spark. Mm-hmm. Like Bob and Linda Belcher love each they other are in and they love, love so their good. kids. And it's, like, very sweet to see. Mm. And, like, a lot of the tropes they do, they don't make they don't make fun of their characters. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They, like, use their characters' weirdness and, like, celebrate it. Mm-hmm. They don't... It's not the butt of the joke that Tina's, like, an awkward teen girl. Like, she completely owns it. Mm-hmm. And she's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I love it. She writes friend fiction. She's really into butts. Oh, she she likes horses. Zombies. She's the weird horse girl. And she owns it. And her family adores her. Mm-hmm. And, like, Jean is, is, like, slightly effeminate and, like, has fart jokes and da-da-da. And it's never the butt of the joke. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, a thing he does and it's funny. But, like, it's not, like, a meme funny, mm-hmm. you know? Absolutely. It's, like, an interestingly inclusive and, like, yeah. it's it's a heartwarming sort of show. And, like, also, Bob is, like, he's a very quirky <laughs> character himself. And, like, he, um, you learn more about him as the show goes on. Like, there's also, like, this one, there are a couple scenes where you're like, oh, Bob's not entirely straight, is he? Like, no. he's... He's just, he's his own person. And like, that's yeah. something you wouldn't expect. And they don't like make it a huge thing, but it's just like, a, it's a little part about him that they throw in and it yeah. makes the character more interesting. And it's not something that they make a huge deal about, but, and they don't make yeah. it like the butt of the joke. As you said, I think it's a very good way of putting it, but they instead add flavor to the show. Like it's a humorous scene, but it's not like, it's not being, mean saying that this is a bad thing or yeah. anything or like, ha, ha. it's like you're laughing with the character, not mm-hmm. at the character ever. Yeah. 
and I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my god, that that scene with the turkey. Yeah, that's so what I'm thinking of right Bob. now. <laughs> Where like Bob has to keep buying a turkey because he keeps messing up the Thanksgiving dinner, and so the guy who sells turkey is like, "You coming on him? <laughs> you keep coming back here for my turkey." And Bob's just really awkward. He's like, "Uh, no, I just I want my." my turkey and like doesn't really refuse the number yeah he's like that the guy gives him it's a great it's very good but like bob and linda are so into each other Mm -hmm. and there's like a lot of relatable moments like when tina tries to drive her car it's very relatable to me i hate driving (laughs) that's such a good scene too it's really funny yeah and the main Um, reason i bring this show up now is because netflix has been taking seasons off of it like seasons three through five just went down and i think they're gonna be taking seasons one and two down so if you are a netflix person take the time if you can to check it out Mm. yeah definitely i need to watch the new season (gasps) behind uh bob's burgers is like the thing i watch when i sew because it's like a form of media that doesn't require subtitles that i consume which is in the minority of things that i consume (laughs) so it's definitely my like being productive tv show Mm because i don't have to look at it constantly Mm -hmm. to understand what's happening Mm -hmm. it's like relaxing Mm -hmm. god i love bob's burgers i I haven't watched it forever i watch it at lunchtime and it heals me it fills me with with vim and vinegar vigor that's so nice. Mm-hmm. A lot of my coworkers really like Bob's Burgers. Too good. I think it's very much a millennial show because my parent, my mom, didn't like it when I showed her a couple episodes. I think the sense of humor she, is like, very much millennials. Yeah. Or millennials. It's like awkward and exclusive, inclusive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> awkward and inclusive. As I'm going to put that on a T-shirt. <laughs> At the KSMRproductions.com yes, website. Yes, yes, we got two things now. Two things. Go buy them up. <laughs> Hint of nerd. You're ready for prom with your hint of nerd <laughs> and your <laughs> millennials t-shirt. No one will not will say no to your yeah. dance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess it's time for my Yes, rec. what is your rec? I'm going to switch it up this year. Ooh. Or this year. This year? <laughs> it's been years, Richard. Easter We're stuck in a time loop. Uh, I'm switching it up this week because I'm going to wreck a video game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So have you heard of Night in the Woods? No, I don't think I have. Okay, so Night in the Woods has some history. So back in like, I want to say 2012 or 2013, a Kickstarter was formed for this video game idea called Night in the Woods. And it was like these cute little animals and they live in this small town America and it was like more of a story-driven game. Mm. And it blew up on Kickstarter and I think it got like 400% more than it needed money-wise. Holy shoot. Um, And just in February... Like, end of February, it finally released on the t- Steam um, website. So I think it's, like, 15 or $19, something like that. But Steam always has sales. So it's this, like, first-person – not first-person. It's a single-player uh, kind of side-scroller kind of game. And the art for it is amazing. And that's why I'm bringing it up. Mm, mm. Uh, it's a, very much a story-driven game and not much of a game. Um, it's a lot of reading dialogue and kind of moving around this small town uh, called Possum Springs uh, and kind of learning about the characters and the story of the town. And then I think there's a murder mystery. I'm only halfway through, <sighs> but things are getting spooky. Oh. Um, and so, like, there are game aspects to it. It is interactive. There's, like, uh, rhythm games at some points oh. and, like, little mini game kind of things going on uh, and, like, side scrolling platforming stuff when you go into the nightmares because the character you play has nightmares at night oh, sometimes. Geez. Um and it's 
really, really well done. Um, so the game itself is about this cat girl. That sounds inappropriate. <laughs> Literally a cat, an anthropomorphized cat named May, who just dropped out of college. She's 20 and she's back home. Um, and a lot of things have changed since she's been gone for two years. Like um, the the big grocery store, food donkeys closed down and what? there's a new one. And like things are closing down and all her high school friends have jobs at like the little marks gets and stuff. And like she feels very kind of distanced from everyone. And she's like doesn't want to talk about why she dropped out. It's just like a lot of like like low middle class angst mm. in like a dying small town in America kind of angst and like all of her friends have like you know they're like upset about like the state of things they're dealing with like depression or like wanting to get out and do something and da 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 and her friend group is super cool like it's her it's like this alligator friend girl named Bea. Her best friend is Greg, and Greg rules, okay? <laughs> he's like a fox, and he works at the little supermarket, and he's just like, he has ups and he has downs, and he's like, loves his best friend, May, and he has a boyfriend who's a bear named mm. Angus, who's like a nerd, and it's so cute. Mm. And they're all in a band together. But then, like, a kidnapping happens oh, on geez. Halloween that only May sees, and she's trying to figure out what's happening. But, like, all the adults kind of suck or, like, are distant. But all the characters are just really fleshed out. And, like, you want to talk to everyone to get every aspect of the story. It's that kind of game. Uh, and I highly recommend it. I've been playing it since, like, yesterday, nonstop. I'm, like, four hours in, and I think it's, like, an eight-hour game. So I'm about halfway through and it's super cute and the art is so good. I cannot express enough. Mm. It is so wonderfully stylized. It's got like dark kind of colors and like this really cool palette and like the palette switches up like for when she enters her nightmare modes where it's like very dark and like poorly lit. But like when there's light, it's like almost blinding. It's very cool. Mm. It's really cool. Mm. I really like it. Mm. I highly recommend it. It's called Night in the Woods. But it's an indie project. You support indie games. Especially, I love story-driven games, man. Mm. Love that stuff. I'm not a good gamer. I can't play <laughs> video games. But I can do this. I can press buttons to make people talk. <laughs> Kelly, you keep on bringing in these like good things that like might have slipped past my radar that I really want to check out. I try. The, like, the, it's cool like how you choose how you interact in the game because there's moments where you get prompted to choose one or two dialogues and they don't seem that different from each other mm. so i'm constantly wondering like what is the difference or you can choose to hang out with one friend instead of the other one night and it's like but what if i had done the other thing it's like persona that's like sure the persona i've never game. finished persona i've played one month not for one month but like one month inside the game was it persona three or four I think it was three. Uh, three, is hard. three is hard to get into. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I'll try out four first. The problem is I don't have the console you need. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. So, yeah. like, I, like, played a port of it, and it was, like, just so much of a hassle. Absolutely. And it's hard to, um, yeah, it's hard to find copies of the games as well since it's ten years old at mm -hmm. this point. Not ten years old, but it's old. Mm. Also, Night in the Woods has an amazing soundtrack. I'm going to stop. No. Also, really relatable dialogue. Like, the way the characters talk is, like, real conversations between friends. Oh, you got me sold, so Kelly. I appreciate that. Hook, line, and sinker. Oh, no, yeah. You should play it. Mm. Play it with me. It's really good. <gasps> Ooh. Mm. No, it's not two-player. But, like, but like you play, play with it people. while I'm also... Yeah, exactly. 
get to play, do some um, hanging out, good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Go, yeah. go play a game with your friends. Yeah. Um, update from current anime watching. I'm only watching Boku no Hero Academia, and it's been solid. Oh, boy. I finally finished season one. How is season two? <gasps> you finally finished season I one? I finished season one. I actually finished was, something for how'd once. How would you feel? <laughs> how would you feel? was, I didn't expect it. I was surprised. <laughs> I was a little like, hmm, okay. I see. I don't know where they're going to go next. Season two is really funny. They're doing a sports festival. Sports festival. <laughs> High school sports festival. Yeah. Yes. But Heroes, not solid. Little Witch Academia continues to be amazing. Like, it's been really plotty, the recent episodes. Oh, oh that's And um, I don't think I mentioned this in the anime we're watching for this season, but uh, Yawapeta, Yawamushi Petal, season three, Next Generations, uh, which premiered last season but is continuing on now, is still fantastic. It's is one it? Of the greatest. Listen. The thing about bike anime mm. is I'm like, bike anime isn't that good. And then I watch it and I'm like, this is the greatest thing put to film. <laughs> and then I finish it and I'm like, that was okay. But it's like, while you're watching it, you're like, wow, this is the greatest thing put to film. It's very engrossing. It's very immersive. It's so, it's so unapologetically weird and out there and I mm. love it to death. And yeah, the new season has been fantastic. Mm. The end. I should stop wrecking things. Night of the Woods is my wreck. I'm sorry. No, man. I like the updates. The updates keep us, keep us, let us know where we're at. We, we're, <laughs> we're authorities, Kelly. Big authorities yeah. with lots of credentials. We got badges. Yep. Card-carrying badges. anime people. Wow. Anim- what a good title. Anim- anim- uh, anim- 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 You're going to fry your brain again. Anime enemies. Anime enemies. Yeah. Yes. Okay, Richard. Maybe you should sign us. That's off. right. All right. We want to thank the Fat Rap for letting us use their song Prelude as our theme song for our show. Check out their YouTube. Their link is below in the description. Uh, you can also find out more about us at our website, animatetheworldcast.wordpress.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes if you want to keep getting these little apps. Richard, you did it. I did it. This is my oh, first my week actually doing the ending like... Yeah. intentionally end things and now time for a sign off good night and good luck i made that up myself that's really ominous i didn't make that up myself it's actually i think some famous newscaster guy said that but um, yeah because anchorman parodies it but like good night san diego oh man i can't even do a parody correctly. no you can't all right bye-bye guys goodbye have a good night <laughs>